At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey folks, this is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. I just want to remind you about our website, fromtheshadowspodcast.com. We have a Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you like and follow. Also, join our discussion group on Facebook called After the Shadows. We have a Twitter feed. Please follow us on Twitter. It can be found at podcast underscore from. Follow us on Instagram at From the Shadows Podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar of YouTube and put From the Shadows Podcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network and we can be found there at odyssey1.com. We're still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. We also have a Patreon page. It can be found at www patreon.com forward slash from the shadows you can receive books stickers coffee mugs and special content just for our patreon subscribers check it out for yourself and see what packages that we have to offer that's all i have for you right now folks and thanks for being a part of the from the shadows podcast family so with that being said let's get this episode started so, um, this is, uh, this is how this is officially a Christmas, our Christmas show. Yes, yeah? it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's our Christmas show. Without a doubt. And, uh, you know, as I sit here and we record this and, and, uh, Christy's really, really big on, I think we got seven different Christmas trees in the house of various sizes and, uh, decoration i mean it's you can't go into a room other than a bathroom and there yeah there is there's a tree in every room in this house as it other should than be. the as it should yeah be. yeah 
and they're all lit up. She does a really good job of decorating and stuff. But, uh, you know, but back when I was, it got me thinking, okay. I mean, I grew up in the seventies as a little kid and we didn't have much. Okay. And, uh, nobody did back in them days. It did really, you know what? It really didn't seem like people had a whole lot of stuff, you know, even now the people that don't seem to have the means still got a lot of stuff, you know, we just, we didn't have a lot of stuff. Well, hey, and, that's uh, not that 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 sounds like a segue into a political conversation we better not have. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, the uh, definition of poor has has evolved over the I years. Think, I think so. But um, so, and I don't want to be a downer because it's Christmas, and I, and I guess I shouldn't say they were the worst gifts I ever got, but they were the they were the strangest gifts I ever got. Okay, and so. First off, like I come, my mom's side of the family, um, I think we talked, you know, I think we talked about my family reunion we have, you know, at the campground. It's all my mom's family. Yeah. And it's it's big. So two generations ago, basically, when my grandparents still, when they lived in town, they moved off the farm into town into a split level house, which I still can't figure out why they lived in a split level house. And my grandpa had walked with two canes maybe grandma was trying to get rid of him he's taking 45 minutes to get from the bedroom all the way down to the basement to shower but anyway um so so we would always that's a you know that was a christmas tradition christmas eve we always gathered everybody came from indiana from all over ohio to my grandparents house and my grandpa grandma even though they sold the farm didn't have a lot of money still they had they did better than most and my grandma loved she was one of those ladies that loved going to the junk store okay sure and so you'd go in a spare bedroom in her house and she'd have i mean there's probably 30 or 40 of us that she was buying christmas gifts for so it was always just you know kind of junk rinky dink dollar here dollar there stuff but anyways it was just fun to, and so uh, i remember the one christmas you know and, and if one cousin got a flashlight every cousin got a flashlight you know what i'm saying yeah, it wasn't oh yeah. they don't want somebody getting something now mm-hmm. yeah and so um we're all we're sitting there we're all digging into our bag and i i'm seeing you know my male cousins there they're all getting wallets okay and my sister and some, you know, they're all getting little purses. And I reached down there and I'm thinking, I, I don't have a, I don't have a wallet. You know, this might be kind of cool. It might be my first wallet. I pull out my wallet and I turn it over and it's a, it's a mini mouse wallet. And I was like, well, I don't know what Graham was insinuating here. That was you in uh, transition or was you? That I, was, that was before people know. got confused like they I do don't. nowadays, right? I well, I think the only person that was confused was Grandma, that maybe she dropped somebody's Minnie Mouse wallet in my bag in place of my maybe Winnie the Pooh or, or Tigger or uh, Peter Pan or something. I don't know. But so what would you do? I, I kept the wallet. I mean, I lost it. I mean, what am I going to do? I mean, I don't want my grandma to feel bad. I My mom it yeah. still laughs about it to this day. <laughs> what was your other bad present? <clears throat> well, 
the uh, year before I was the summer of my senior year in high school, my dad decides he's going to put a pond in at her house. Okay. You know, so here he could have put it in 10 years earlier. I could have grown up with a pond, swimming in a pond, fishing, but he waits until the, until right before my senior in high school. And, um, so for Christmas that year, he, I opened this, you know, my dad never got his gifts. It was always up to my mom. My dad was so excited. He, you know, and I've talked about before. He's a pretty tough, tough mm-hmm. dude. Well, he, I open it up and he, it's pay, a pair of ice skates. Okay. Now, mind you, I can't, I couldn't roller skate, let alone ice skate. Well, I was just thinking, my gosh, did you have that much extended cold weather that you could? We did. We did back then in Ohio. Okay. And, and, and in fact, when I opened them up, I could have went right out and ice skate. But keep in mind that I had never done it before. And I'm right in the middle of my senior year basketball season. We're like the number two ranked, three ranked team in the state of Ohio. And I said, I mean, out loud, I'm not going to use these. If I got hurt, broke my ankle or something, I go, our basketball coach would have killed me. And my, you'd have thought I'd have I'd dropped a bucket of scalding water on my dad's head. Cause he, because by God, he grew up with no skates. And there was a many time he didn't get nothing. That's right. And, now you, and, and you know what I mean? <laughs> he snatched those ice skates yeah, boxing all the way from me and said, okay, I'll take them back. And it wasn't like he took him back and got me something else. He just took him back, and I never. That's because at one time before, <laughs> hey, one time before he was hell warmed over badass, he wanted just to be a nice skater and and <laughs> be a nice guy. And you know what? Uh, you know that there was people in that generation that that got sifted out, and he probably he no doubt had to had to had to. Uh, uh, I didn't ask you. Did he go to Vietnam? Did your dad go to Vietnam? No, he, no, he, uh, he entered. He's smart enough not to. No, he actually got into the Navy before he was really old enough to. Yeah. And then ended up going, uh, AWOL and the FBI tracked him across the, you know, came, (laughs) showed, showed up one day at my grandparents' house. And they thought he was still in the Navy because he was like out in San Diego. And here he had went AWOL and was on a sheep farm out in the middle of the, like Montana or something. And uh, they had no idea. So they found him and <laughs> they decided they that he needed they, to do different. He was like 16 or 17. He wasn't old enough to join. They drug him back home, said, we're not going to do anything to you, but just don't join any more armed services. Yeah, you can't come back. Well, I, you know that's an even better story. That because I was gonna say, you know, my my old man uh, ended up over there, and uh, 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 and of course he tells people now. You know, people say he don't talk talk about it much. He's not that guy that drives around with his baseball cap or his shit on his yeah. truck. But you know, he said, you know, if I had to do it again, I'd have went to to uh, Canada and hung out with hippie chicks or something. I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't have went to I Vietnam. Have, yeah, I wouldn't have done what I, I done. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, but those kind of generation, you know, when you when when you were a kid in the fifties and the sixties, 
it was just a lot. I mean, those poor when when those kids were poor, they were poor. It ain't like per, kids per, most kids nowadays. Per ice skate, per ice skates. Probably you're right. Probably for him, in where he lived in town, those kid, you know, kids yeah. got together and played and stuff. I mean, here I was all by myself out, you know, on four acres, twenty minutes from any of my friends. I wasn't gonna go out and skate on a pond by myself, but. You're right. To my dad, that would have probably been the greatest thing he ever got as a kid. He could have went and played and skated. See, yeah. now you're making, now you're really making me feel bad about, you know, making that crack about the skating to my dad. Well, so, I mean, yeah. it's his ghost that haunts you, not mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even know. You've lost my train of thought with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, I mean, I just I, I, forgot was, what, uh, I was. I forgot what Christmas story I was going to tell. And, <laughs> and but I mean, you know, on all these years, the, those are only two gifts that stand out that le, left me scratching my head. Like, really? Why did I, why did I get those? I never got any bad gifts. I can't even think of a single bad gift of Christmas I ever got. Well, I mean, maybe a bad really, schedule at work, but. But, I mean, as far as stuff, I mean, I ain't even, there was a period of time, I shouldn't even tell this because they might try to indict him historically, but from the time I was like 11 to the time I was 16, my old man gave me a new gun for Christmas every year. Really? He gave me a, uh, I I got every one of them right here in a safe beside me as I do this podcast. He gave me a 22410 Stevens uh, Savage over and under. And then the next year he gave me a Remington 788 243. And the next year he gave me a, uh, I'm sorry, he started off, he gave me a uh, Stevens 67 pump 12 gauge. And then the next year he gave me a 22410 over and under. And the next year he gave me a 243. And the next year he gave me a 54 caliber muzzle loader. And the next year he gave me, there's something else. Uh huh. He gave me a whole, he had to make sure we were all situated for the end of the world how are you able to sight those guns with that silver spoon in your mouth i mean uh, how'd you how'd you manage that you just push it out the side as you're shooting <laughs> that's what you do you know what i mean it's pretty damn easy you just push it out the side mm-hmm. uh well yeah. i i can tell you christmas sure has changed since i was a kid that's for sure but we know? cut down hey we would cut down cedar trees, not even pine trees. So when I talk about going out and getting cedar a tree, my mom would send me and my baby go out and get a tree, and you'd take a double bit axe or single bit axe. We had double bits most of the time, and and I hate to sound like the Grizzlies walls, but they don't look that big in the woods. And when you go to cut them down, nasty <laughs> sticky sap all over your fingers, and then you'd get there in the house and try to it wouldn't even close. And then hey, we hey. didn't even have a huh. There's there you can still drive out to the property that I grew up on and um one of the live Christmas trees we had when I was probably seven eight I mean it must be a hundred feet tall now sitting there at the corner of the property we took it out after Christmas planted it at the corner of the property and it worked oh well it was it wasn't one we cut you know obviously it was in the with the ball root oh I don't yeah, know yeah. and uh yeah. Oh, it's still there to, to this day. Well, you 40, know what Aldo Leopold said. Oh, what did he say? The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The next best time is right now. Um, 
yeah, we'd have those sticky old things. Didn't even have a have a thing to put it on there. We'd have a five gallon bucket, and we'd have to fill it full of rocks, creek gravel, and stuff to try to keep it in there, you know, and dump a little water in it. Oh, by by, huh? You couldn't put it up too early because it'd be brown. Talk about fire hazard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I didn't even know. Like to me, people that had fake trees or just didn't really believe in Christmas. You know what I'm saying? I don't like even my, know anybody that had a fake tree until I got grew up. Well, we'd go to the, you know, my fondest memories there at my grandma Huntsberger's, but she had a fake tree. The thing was, it was white. Oh, she yeah. It's like a fake well, snow tree. Yeah, one of those fake white trees. She had money, didn't she? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know about that, but it, but as a matter of fact, I think it stayed up all year down in the, down in the lower part of the house. Why wouldn't it? That's what I'm if saying. I had I a take... big tree covered with snow, that's hey, that's a good segue back to snow. We just talked about Coke on last week's show. Now we're back to snow. <laughs> snow blind. That's right. I don't, you know, not to get off topic here, but I was trying to explain to my kids the other day, I did not eat a salad bar. I'm talking about nobody knowing anybody that had a fake tree, and everybody's got a fake tree now. I remember not even, do you remember going out for real pizza? Like it was a big deal. Like, like the only pizza we had grown up was either that stuff at high school that was like rectangle, yeah, stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the peanut, the, the pizza day was the, the the square pizza and peanut butter bar. That yes. was like the combo. That was the combo. Or or my neighbor Rusty's mom made a homemade pizza where she rolled that dough out. You know, oh, and I yeah. think it came in like a kit. That's how yeah, right. Chef Boyard, Chef Boyardee. And and yeah, she, yeah. you know what I mean. And if you were lucky, you'd you'd she'd brown a bunch of hamburger, and you'd put that on her and sprinkle a bunch of cheese. And I mean, it'd just be this big big conglomeration of oh stuff, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And then I remember two that. things happened. Two things happened. I remember Godfather's Pizza. I think was the first pizza joint in my town. It wasn't. I mean, there was probably I guess Pizza Quick. There was a couple Greek Italian joints. Greek deals you had a place called pizza quick yeah and the ghetto right there by the foot we called it the foot it was actually <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not eating i'm not eating any food where quick is in the title okay and it's spelled it's p-i-z-z-a dash k-w-i-k pizza quick and it was literally not figuratively <laughs> literally 300 yards from a set of inner city basketball courts that they called the foot. Actually, they weren't quite the foot. The foot was another block around the corner. They're, most of the, the true foot is gone. They, they tore it down and put tennis courts there. Now, you want to talk about, I don't, normally don't talk about racism, overt racism. But whatever city planner who tore up basketball courts that had been there for 65 years and put these elaborate palatial sets of tennis courts that I've never seen anybody on. The only reason they would have done that was to keep the natives at bay. That's the only reason. So gosh, this was, (laughs) this was an old pizza. Quick was an old white German, like, like world, world war two, like come back from, from Iwo Jima and open a pizza joint. And the city swallows you up. Does that make sense? 
Yes. So the only people in there was old white people taking carry out. It'd be full of brothers or cops like the sheriff I worked for. He loves sitting at Pizza Quick. And the in the in the city guys, you know, the, the, the city police officers, they I just I just remember vividly sometimes they'd say, dude, do not sit with the sheriff because he would we would go to meetings or we would do something and he would want to, hey, let's go to Pizza Quick. It's open late. And and he would sit in a in a front window, right? Because this thing only had like four tables, all of them along the sidewalk, with a front window that that just says drive by on it, you know, basically. <laughs> I'm looking up Pizza Quick would, right now, and they would say, "Don't, don't." don't oh my do God, that. it's still around. Yes. I don't know. Is it still in business though? Because it looked pretty run down last time I went by the other day. It's still. It is. It's got a food. They got a food truck. There you go. That's what I thought. I don't think they're at the house anymore. But you know, my sheriff would just say, "Hey, he's a man of the people." You know, he's a man of the people. I'm telling you what. Remember, I'm got... telling you not to get on a sheriff story, but I'm going to since that's usually my forte. Remember last week I told him about the kid that was talking making six hundred dollars a day, but I happened to be talking to him about a shooting. Yes. Last week I told you, you know, he got jammed. I was with the sheriff when the guy narked him out. There was a kind of a wino dude that always laid around and 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 I was gonna say his name, I don't want to because he's I don't even know he's gotta be dead by now. But there's an old black man that was just always around. You know what I mean? And they left him alone because he was a he was just an old school gangster i mean like a like a like a true i don't even know my my american gangster kind of guy you know what i mean yeah like he was down on his luck he was a he was a he was a gangster from the 60s like the sheriff and some of the old guys had talked just talk about how what how formidable he was in the late 60s early 70s but by the time the early 90s rolled around he was still gigantic but he was a gigantic frail suffering from diabetes sleeping on park benches or bus benches or or wherever you know what i mean and these city cops they had they had a double shooting over in the kind of in the project and and the, the detectives jacked around for about a day or two or three and couldn't come up with leads or couldn't and and the sheriff wheels up in his unmarked car and gets out and he smoked uh, uh, menthol cigarettes, what what kind, uh, Salem's, which I always thought was a girl brand, but whatever. Salem's from the bottom <laughs> of the pack. Now, do you understand what the bottom of the pack means? Because I explained, had to explain this to my daughter the other day. I, I don't know anything about smoking so cigarettes. So cigarettes, the, the end you open is the filtered end. Right. Yeah. Okay. So if you're going to, if you've got an open pack of cigarettes and say, Hey, bum me a cigarette or give me a cigarette or whatever. When I tap them out, your finger is going to be close to my the unused filters. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. So when you get in these blue collar factories or guys in the ghetto, they open them on the bottom, the opposite end. So when people are bumming cigarettes, when they shake one out to them, they're not getting their, their dirty fingers on, my filter that I might use on my next cigarette or something. Does that make sense? 
Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you ever see a dude that's that's got his cigarettes open from the wrong end, which you can't do with boxes, you got to do soft packs. But anyhow, he bums this dude a cigarette or two and says, tell me a story. Tell me what happened. Tell me who shot these people. What do you think? And this guy starts to tell him a little bit. And the sheriff says, you know some more? And he goes, man, I'd like to, sheriff, but I'm in a bad way. Well, what do you need? Oh, man, do you think you can give me the rest of that pack of cigarettes? And sheriff says well yeah hell yes you tell me what i need to know and uh, you know and before it was all said and done we drove up to the end of the block there was a liquor store and he bought this guy a, uh i don't remember i'm gonna say boone's farm but it wasn't he bought him a pretty decent like a 10 12 bottle of wine and a wild cart ro- and, wild a, rose. and a carton of cigarettes and i remember going in there must have been and some the, good information. Good the, information. Hey, the clerk, you know what the clerk? The clerk tells the sheriff, I don't think I can sell you this wine. And he goes, why not? And he goes, because you're in uniform. And he what? said, huh? And the guy goes, dude, there's got to be a rule against selling cops a bottle of wine in uniform. And then the sheriff said, well, first of all, I'm not a cop. I'm the, the sheriff. And the guy goes, well, what's the difference in the... And I just remember him. He looks at her and he goes, if you don't sell me that fucking wine, I'm going to show you the difference. <laughs> and he just sold him a bottle of wine and a carton of cigarettes. And we took it up and gave it to this old guy. And he fingered this kid bigger than fingered two, you know, both shooters in the car. I don't remember if he told him. He, I don't remember think he had his last name, but he had their street names in the car. And within, you know, six, ten hours, they were they were in jail. We were talking to him in jail. Well, but that um, was that was they don't they don't act like that anymore. You know, you uh, who knows they don't they don't they don't train raise cops like that. They don't train cops like that. They don't. But yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back to pizza quick here. I found an old menu. Quick. Okay, two jumbo two sixteen inch jumbo pizzas for twenty three ninety. There you go. I don't know I don't know how old this menu is, but some of the. Uh, their specialty pizzas, okay? They had the quick deluxe, the quick veggie, the meat lovers, the shrimp, which in the middle in Jefferson City, Missouri, might be sketchy. Okay, well, to, to get that's shrimp, okay, but because you know why? Because I think they had three two beer. If that if that you know, there's a difference between three two and five percent, right? Most people, I don't real, you know what I mean. Only certain places could sell the the real beer. You know what I'm talking about? You're not yes. a drinker. No, I'm not, but I understand. I, I yeah. used to work so, in the drive. So that 3-2 snake oil that they sold would kill anything you could get from the bad shrimp. Well, that explains the uh, the last specialty pizza they had was the anchovy. So you go. I almost that ex- said anchovy. <laughs> that explains. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's because on Friday you can't eat meat, you know? <laughs> God's people there. <laughs> Yeah, that anchovy pizza. Well, I think I think if I could somehow figure out how to get a pizza quick T-shirt, that might be that might be the best Christmas present I've ever got. I do they have merch? I don't know. I look. Do they even I look. Merch? I look. The food truck doesn't have any merch, but you know, if we got anybody in Jefferson City that if knows I was still in Minneapolis, I could take a picture with some Korean girls over by the airport, and they could make whatever picture you wanted. They'd put it on there. No <laughs> trademark. No nothing. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I'm, we're trying to find some T-shirt people to for the new for the new uh, 
new line of shirts think, that are going to come out. I think the so George the, Floyd protesters burnt them out, but uh, well, we probably aren't I'm getting sure them from Minneapolis relocated. anyway. Huh? I said I don't think we're I don't think we're getting them from Minneapolis anyway. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's okay. Nobody down here can sew. <laughs> and the Ozarks, you got some iron on. Maybe we get some patches. So, so so you know we'll we'll get back on the christmas subject here before we close out since it is our Uh christmas show is is you know is there any is there anything that you you know wishing for for christmas or you're uh you know uh, you're hoping for yeah just peace on earth and goodwill toward men that's what i'm hoping for i don't know that's 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 gotta be pretty standard right i would say well i you know i was gonna say i just hope i wake up the next day you know but then again that might be a curse if i have a stroke and i'm screwed up or something so i don't even i quit drinking quit worrying about that i don't know <laughs> i say i was gonna say it might be a little a little extreme a little extreme well, you never know. You know we're getting older now, and, and it could happen. I mean, I read obituaries every once in a while. It's like, dude, I remember those people, you know? Hey, look, I just, I just, I walked up on one of my houses in, in the one neighborhood I deliver mail to, and, and uh, it's been, you know, I've said it before, it's been very busy. Okay, I've been, we've been working 10 hours, and, and uh, so get towards the end of the day, and you're just kind of trying to get done, and so this neighborhood is, towards the end of the day and I haven't been paying too much attention and I get there and this guy I know from the fire department's cleaning out this house. There's a big dumpster there. I'm like, what's going on? And he goes, didn't you see? And I'm like, no. And he goes, he died last week. The guy that lived at the house. I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, and he tells me that he, uh, this guy had this dog that just hated my guts. Little, little terrier. We just always yip at me, chase at me, after me and stuff. And uh, he said, yeah, he took his dog out for a walk like last Tuesday, walked around the block, came home and sat down on the couch and, and killed over dead. Some people and, are just lucky that way. I know. Well, the thing was, is I was in the neighborhood and, and he walked by me with his dog right before he walked in the house and killed over dead. I just. You might have been so. Let me tell you, go. This dovetails in with the the normal show. If you're not, if if that ghost doesn't come back to get you, there's no such thing. Well, but I mean, if that I would guy, buy, I would what buy, happened to the dog? I don't know, but I'd buy it if I'd buy that if it was the dog that died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that ghost doesn't come back to get you, I don't know what's going to. That's what I'm saying. You know, but I don't know. Maybe he ate a pizza quick on the way home or something. I don't know. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out <laughs>
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.